Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
and all of the radio stations that she's on. We thank you for all of the hosts that be on the air and all of our listeners, the people that call in, write in, and talk to me. I tell you, just a blessing. Thank you, Lord. I just thank you. I thank God for so many things. I thank God for good families, and and, and I pray for healing and deliverance and sick people. Praise be to God, and I ask God to continue to move in our lives because there's so many of us that just need him. We got to have him. We can't live without him. We can't even breathe without him waking us up in the morning and putting breath and blowing this through our nostrils. I tell you, thank you, Jesus. So bless the Lord, oh, my soul. And all that's in me will bless and praise his name this day and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, that's a good prayer. Praise be to God. Praise God for who he is. Thank you, Evangelist. That was really good. Oh, you said Evangelist. Finally, you said Evangelist. Not because you hear me play. And that's why you say Evangelist. No, I mean, I say Evangelist sometimes, too, you know. Evangelist. You know, I don't just say, I say Evangelist sometimes, but I'm used to saying Evangelist. Okay, you need to get that E up on that badge. I... See, it ain't about it ain't all about titles. You did a good job. Wonderful. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Mighty and great. Pastor Chris Walker, he's all the way out of the uh, Claremont area in Florida over there by Orlando Cathedral Power Church. They got a new hit out. Mighty and great right here. Glorious gospel vibes, baby. <laughs>
No, mighty and great, Pastor Chris Walker, ah, from Cathedral Power Church in Claremont, Florida. That's a nice song. I appreciate that. That is really nice. Mighty and great. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Well, look here. We're going to run through a little black history before we get crunk on the subject for today. We're going to talk a little bit about the five black women philanthropists who paved the way for a lot of us near the United States and around the world, I tell you. And we know that black people have a long history of philanthropism. We we can trace this back to when our uh, ancestors lived uh, on the African continent and worked as a community to obtain and share resources. Black American philanthropy dates all the way back to the 1700s when many of the enslaved blacks were able to practice a trade outside of their master's home and keep the earnings. These earnings were sometimes used to buy uh, freedom and freedom for of the relatives and so on and so forth. And throughout um, our history in America, uh, our giving has been rooted in efforts to overcome oppression and make a difference in the daily lives of other African Americans. And despite the lack of wealth, black people are actually one of the most giving groups, particularly when it comes to churches, social uh, service organizations, and schools. In fact, it has been reported that nearly 70% of the African-American households make donations totaling a staggering $11 billion each year. Now, but to be clear now, our philanthropy extends beyond simple financial gifts and and it encompasses how we uh, use our time, our voice, skills to contribute to meaningful causes. And 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 the article I'm trying to bring to you all today, uh, it, 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 it highlights the five pioneering black female philanthropists who were uh, predecessors to women. You know, like uh, maybe Oprah and uh, uh, Michelle Obama, uh, Serena Williams, and different others that's, uh, that that followed, you know, just followed behind them and, and took up behind them. Probably even our own grandmother. <laughs> they used to they used their resources to benefit African Americans as a, co- a you know, a collective. So check these out. Let me let me, let me just run uh, by some of them. Bridget Biddy Mason. Now, Bridget Biddy Mason. She was born in 1818 in Mississippi. Now, Mason was a nurse and a, a midwife uh, who sued her master for freedom and won before moving to Los Angeles. And she made like $2.50 a day. And she she lived frugally and saved up enough money to purchase real estate and a commercial building that would propel her to a massive $300,000. While she donated generously to charities, Mason is well-known. She's a well-known philanthropist. Efforts were and her efforts were to finance the first African Methodist Episcopal Church and the founding of an elementary school for black children in L.A. Now the next one is Annie Malone, and after reaching a multi-millionaire status from selling cosmetics and hair products, Malone used her wealth to uplift other African Americans across the nation. For several years, she provided full. Tuition for two students at every black land grant college in the United States. Mm, now that's good. And additionally, she donated twenty five thousand dollars to Howard University Medical Center and another twenty five thousand dollars to help build the YMCA and support several orphanages in the St. Louis area. 
Mm-hmm. See that? Next one, Madame C.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. As a protege of Anne Malone, Walker became a tycoon in the hair care industry and integrated philanthropy into the moral fabric of her business persona. She was a staunch supporter of anti-lynching programs run by the NAACP and the National Association of Colored Women. And more more than her money, she donated her time to causes that she believed were advancing the race. That's awesome. Now, that's an awesome thing right there. The next one, Mary Church Terrell. That was a pretty lady, too. Y'all need to see it. One of the first African-American women to earn a college degree. The first. Terrell dedicated her time and talents to endeavors that directly improved the lives of black women. Although she was not wealthy, it was her social activism and personal investment in black community that shined through her philanthropic work. She was a founding member of the NAACP, the National Association of of Colored Women, in addition to her forefront efforts in women's suffrage movements, organizing picket lines and boycotts. Mm-hmm. Next one. Also, Osella McCarthy. Osella, oh, I can't even pronounce her name. Well, you want to get it right? Because that, that, her name, I know that by that name right there. It's Osella. McCarthy, upon dropping out the sixth grade to take care of her aunt and grandmother, McCarthy took up the family profession as a washerwoman and began saving just about every dime she had. Her modesty and her contentment with a simple life enabled her to accumulate nearly $300,000 by the time she retired in 1995. Hmm, that's kind of a long time. Given her throughout education, she was passionate about other African Americans having the opportunity to go to college to, uh, so she could uh, made $150,000 donation to the University of Southern Mississippi and lived off the rest of her savings. And that, I just wanted to throw those people out there to y'all. That is black history for today. Good women. Five black philanthropists, awesome women of God, and you got women out here today that don't that we don't know about as this not being talked about that are philanthropists right here in this time, and we we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dig them up and I'm gonna bring them to the forefront for y'all because it's time for us to change some things around and talking about changing things around prayer is in the mix. It's time for us to go forth before God because there's too much going on around here. Let's, I'm telling you, we need citywide prayer because I'm going to tell you, you just don't understand that those that don't pray on a regular, you just don't know what prayer could do. But I'm going to let James Bigham tell you, and then I'm coming back, and I'm going to let you know what prayer can do, what it can do for you. Oh, 
who have set their hearts on entering to the fullness of Christ, and it is a satanic conspiracy meant to throw up God's plan of raising up an army of sanctified people. So for it, I call it the conspiracy of interruptions, which I was transpired and inspired by the late David Wilkerson because he brought this to the forefront. Now, the fact is the devil is terrified of Christians who hunger and thirst for righteousness. He fears praying saints more than he fears a thousand years in chains. And hell quivers at the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous, of a believer. Yet, see, now we must be aware that the soul that cries out with agonizing yearnings for depth in Christ will become the central focus of Satan's conspiracies of interruptions. He has figured out, he has figured this out. That we can get so busy with our daily affairs of life, our daily uh, 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 regimen, that our prayer and study time can be blocked out. And they are, if we allow it to. Now, we don't intentionally allow this to happen. We, you know, we don't mean for it to happen. In fact, we need to renew our own efforts to get into our prayer closet. But every time we attempt to do so, all kinds of projects and interruptions pop up. To give you an example, let me just give you an example. I had to decide this year, out of, uh, uh, I had decided that praying, I would pray maybe at least three hours a day until God showed up. Oh, I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray at least three hours and bless my situation. But right in the first hour, I remember that I had some typing to do for a project. Then a friend of mine called and asked me if I would bring her some medicine over because she wasn't feeling well. And at the same time, another acquaintance called that I had been speaking to for almost a year on the phone, saying that she was in the vicinity. She was in town and could I stop? Could she stop by? Now, don't get me wrong, all of these things I had no problem with, but sometimes you just have to say, wait, hold up. You know, I'll be there a little later. But right now, my soul is hungry, and I need to feed on God's word. I need time alone with the Lord, and else, or else I have nothing to offer you but my own feeble self, my own mess. You know, stuff will start coming out. You don't even want to come out. There are all kinds of interruptions that the enemy can use to interrupt a believer's every attempt to enter into the presence of God. Now, do you believe that Satan could enter your secret closet of prayer, a place hollowed by the very presence of God, where he meets the cries of every devoted intercessor? Mm. The devil doesn't have to enter your secret closet to accomplish his purposes because he already, he, he, has, he already has our flesh in cahoots with him. You see, our flesh is at a constant enmity against the Spirit of God, and it always will be. Only trusting in the glorious power of the Holy Spirit can will take full dominion over the flesh. So what is the solution? First, make communion with the Lord, your primary goal in life. Your thought should, shouldn't be that you ought to pray, but that you can't survive without prayer. Job did it. He said that I have esteemed the words of my mouth more than my necessary food. Mm, 23 and 19, I got that wrote down. Secondly, now, you must consider your appointments with God more sacred than any appointments with people, no matter who they are. Can you imagine someone keeping the creator of God, of the God of the universe, waiting while that person lingers to uh, to view a television, do a uh, program on TV or whatever, 
yet this is what most of us do. Even worse is that we often don't bother to show up in God's presence at all. Just that quick we have forgotten our appointment. And finally, we must reject every interruption that is within our power and take spiritual authority over those interruptions. We discern to be supernatural. Of course, some of these interruptions are our own doing and are mostly nonsense. A whole bunch of mess. Mm Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of mess. And it, it goes all out through our day. Interruptions, interruptions, interruptions. So my advice and my word to you is Let's begin to cry out to Jesus. Yeshua, deliver us today by the power of his spirit. Take authority over Satan's conspiracy of interruptions in our lives, which is meant to shipwreck our faith. It's time for to stop and enter into the fullness of our walk with Christ. As God has planned for us all, Let's do what we know what to do. In Jesus' name, I pray this for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's do it. We can do it. There is nothing we cannot do. Because greater is he that is within us than he that is in that world out there. And the enemy is a weak foe. A weak foe. We shall pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians, we can do it. We can do it. So let's bless the Lord, oh, our soul and all that is within us. Let's bless on him. And let he say, if you lean on me, I will not let you fail. Pray unto the Lord. We're going to play a little something, something by Helen Miller. We're going to bring it on. Lean on me, Helen Miller.
you, I told you. Oh, what you call what what, what Mr. D says a wig snatcher show now, show now. That done made my whole, my whole head. I did the dance to, I'm telling you, that song, that, that my song, that my song. I know it is. I know it is. That's the song, too. I tell you, God has been so good to us today and every day. Yes, he does. I tell you, he should be glorified every time you think about it. Praise his name. Praise his holy name. Lord, I'm telling you. Now, let me tell you all something. You know, uh, I know a lot of y'all already know, but I need you people to go out and vote. Go to your website, pull up the SPIN Awards, S-P-I-N Awards.com, and vote for me, Globy Pope, in three different categories. You're going to vote for Glorious Gospel Vibes and uh, the best radio station of the year. You're going to vote for... uh, the Internet Personality of the Year, Glory, Globy Pope, and Glorious Gospel Vibes for Internet Gospel Station of the Year right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes. Go to the, do those three for me now. Do it. I know you can do it. I know you will because you're listening to me every week. I'm appreciative. I am so grateful. Thank you because if it had not been for my listeners, I would not have been nominated. So go to the spinawards.com, go to vote, and vote for Glorious Gospel Vibes and Glow Be Pope. I shall be appreciative, and I know God will bless you real good. I tell you, because if it had not been for you, I would not be there. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so grateful. Minister, uh, uh, Sister Vangela, you've been mad and quiet. You, you've been quiet because Minister D not here today. I'm just glad they're here because I can be quiet. Because he don't be saying too much. No way. You know, I, I, I just let him go and talk a whole bunch of stuff. I like to mess with him, you know. <laughs> and you know how we do it over here. We like to mess with mess with this because he is something else. I tell you, that's my boy, though. That's my boy. Don't, don't mess with him, though. Nobody on the outside can mess with him. Just me. Oh, just you. That's what I said. That's just me. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I'm quite sure he appreciate that. Now we'll uh, uh, relay the message. That you said only you can mess with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Well, Lord, I am so grateful that uh, we had a good time today, but we're going to have to get on up out of here. We got a prayer coming up right here to keep y'all in mind. A prayer, prayer, prayer changes things. Keep in mind, we're going to be coming to the forefront with this city of Atlanta. We're going to go out there and we're going to cry out to the Lord. We're going to call him from the north, south, east, and the west, and we're going to go before our God, and he's going to heal our land. I tell you, yes, he will. Yes, he will. He said he would do it. You got to believe it. You got to believe that he will do just what he said he would do. We got a prayer coming out with with Pastor Tracy Wells White right here on Glorious Gospel Vibes, the prayer, and Globy Pope right here. We thank you. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Hallowed be thy name, O Lord, in all the earth. Your glory shall be declared among the heathen. Lord, how great thou art. We welcome you into this tabernacle. We come boldly, but yet humbly, to your throne room. We're seeking your face, but we're at your feet. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Here we are, the sheep of your pasture, 
Blood bought, blood washed, and blood covered. Master, Redeemer, Good Shepherd, Savior. In your presence is fullness of joy. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Manifest yourself, Holy Spirit. As we empty ourselves of all flesh and carnality, let your glory be revealed. Bread of heaven, feed us. We hunger and thirst for you. We draw from your well of living water and not from the sewer of this world. Endue us with your power. Oh, your yoke-destroying power, your healing power, your delivering power. You are our strong power. Oh, Lord, in your glory, we take authority in the name of Jesus, of every satanic spirit on the earth, in the earth, and command them to come subject to the authority of the Almighty God in the name of Jesus. Every curse, every attack, every plot, every scheme, device, any manner of operation of the enemy, we divinely frustrate it and bring it to nothing less in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost fire. Mm. Holy Ghost fire. Destroy and consume every agent assigned to delay, tender our purpose and our destiny. We command victory in the name of Jesus. We walk by faith and not by sight, declaring the works of our God. Oh, there is no foe. Satan, we serve you notice today, there is no foe that can overthrow us in the name of Jesus. No power can stop or shut up our blessings. We ask our ministering angels to locate our blessings, to release them in the name of Jesus. We ask by faith, in faith, believing. And now, Lord, uh, we just want to tell you thank you. Uh-huh. Now, Heavenly Father, we just want to tell you thank you, huh? We just want to tell you thank you, Holy One of Israel. We just want to tell you thank you, Good Shepherd. Yes, you are the Christ, the anointed one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallowed be thy name. Oh, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In your glory. Oh, in your glory. Oh, Lord, we stand. Oh, and we bow and say, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Amen. And it is so.
That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.